Hey Tom. Hey Tucker. Hey man. Hey dude. I'm really excited. We have a new episode out this week. Isn't oh, that crazy? You're recording. You know I don't have to get What's consent to shit, record dude? you. That is against the New York Absolutely law. Absolutely not. I'm so excited for this episode though. It's with our good friends BNL from Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. I'm real excited about it. We talk about all sorts of things. I'm man. also excited about it. Shut the to, fuck up, I didn't Tom. I'm to cut you off, but I'm Shut also the... really excited about it. We talked about a lot of cool stuff. We did. Ranging from orgasms to Finsta. It's really fun. It's a good time. We go in a lot of different directions. Guys, you gotta go look up Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. They're everywhere. They're doing everything we're doing better. Keep listening to us. Can't emphasize that enough. But also, hop on over there if you like this, but you want to hear it under the shield of anonymity. That's right. They don't have goddamn names. Isn't that smart? Wish we'd have done that. So they're able to be... Go ahead, Tom. Don't take away their names. Stop taking away women's names. Enjoy the episode, everyone. Hey, Tugger. Huh? <laughs> hey, Tugger. Hey, Tom. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Hey, welcome back to The Undesirables. Thanks, man. Where are we? I'm in a strange apartment. We're in someone else's apartment again. Were we let in? <laughs> this time, yes. Uh, we're sitting here with the hosts of Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. Please, who are you? I'm B. I'm L. And yeah, we're the hosts of Not Your Girlfriend's podcast, a podcast about millennial sex, dating, and relationships. It was very well rehearsed. That was yeah. great. That was really professional. Good. Yeah. It's um, basically part of our spiel. Yeah, yeah we that's have good. A spiel. We, we, we should have a spiel. We should, have, we should a have a spiel. We just we just recorded a podcast on your guys' podcast. Check us out. Yeah. We're on Spotify, Google Play. <laughs> you'd heard a slight moment of pause, and you're like, plug, plug. You were like, plug, no, plug, he's plug. not going to plant this. <laughs> um, no, we just recorded that, and we found out that we started the podcast on the exact same day. Which is, Which is yeah. weird. Bizarre. Yeah. Valentine's Day How 2017? No, 2018, 2018. right? That's when we started. <laughs> yeah, 2018. Yes. You're 2018. All right, dude. Pull <laughs> your jaw. Please pull <laughs> your jaw, man. Put it away. Bring that back up. Let me All just right. tuck your chin here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 <laughs> um, so we, we, we started the podcast on the same day as them, which is crazy. It's crazy. We um, also got you like liquored up before this. That's no. true. We have a no drinking rule on our podcast that we have yet a to. recent no drinking. I know. Rule. We have an always drinking rule. That's, on a, that's smart. Rule. Yeah. Cheers on that note. Yay. Uh, chutzpah. Yeah. We're here. We have the, the same. Yeah. The, the point is you're here, but also we have very strikingly similar podcasts. I feel like. What do you guys talk about? What's your What's your thesis for your podcast? I mean, really, it's just talking about the millennial experience of dating, specifically in New York City, but wherever else we can translate it to. Talking about sex, dating, and, you know, the ever-changing fuckboy. Yeah, and we have, like, a lot of different guests on, a lot of different people, like, showing their experiences, and that could be, like, straight dating, gay dating, female perspectives, male perspectives. We also do a lot of, like, travel episodes where we do, we go abroad and we meet people on, like, Tinder and we, like, date abroad, and, yeah, we try to do as many different experiences, and we also have a very, like, logistical point of view of like what does it mean to date when you're in your 20s and it being 2019 and that's in terms of like social media dating we have a whole episode on the social hierarchy of social media and like when to follow someone on what social media and we've even made like a pyramid of it and like from the very bottom to like the top most personal which is twitter by the way yeah it's intense is it yes i would have thought like finsta would be the most personal. Oh, see, we didn't even we didn't, we didn't even factor that in yet. You know what? My Finsta is like we're married, we have kids, you have no way of backing out at this point. And now, uh, what is Finsta? 
Hi, oh, 20 years. Dude. Hi. Finsta. What's going on? Finsta hey. is I'm your... sorry. Tucker's wearing a cardigan and a Henley. Oh, Finsta. <laughs> now, is your fake sorry, dude. second Instagram account. Yeah. Where you are... It's fake Insta. Kind of an unfiltered what? version of yourself. You can say that. anything you want. Yeah. You can do anything like you have you an want. outward Instagram that, like... Your mom sees, your employer sees, so your friends see, but then right. you have your yes. close friends. Exactly, you're right, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. is You have a protected account for close friends where you post, like, here's me without makeup or whatever. Or, no, no. it's like, he- here's me with half my tit out, like, yes. doing cocaine. Listen, like, I, okay, well, no, I mean, well, half, okay, no, half, 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 Place where they can post slutty photos of themselves. That's but my Finsta was so much more than that. It, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was art, man. But it was. It that. was art. It was <laughs> statements. My Finsta came about the same way that my second Twitter account came about, where I was just like, uh, I hate. Fitter. A a Twitter. A Twitter. Where I was just like, I hate everyone I went to college with. I hate everyone I went to high school with. I'm never going to get around to unfollowing all of those people. Right. And I like other people on social media. Like, I like these, like, weird, like, dark, creepy humor people. And those are the people I actually want to follow and tweet for, you know? So this is, like, a secondary, like, almost alter ego kind of account where I can just do what I want and not be, like, subject to the judgment of the people I, you know, took a 10th grade English class with. On what date do you first follow someone on anything? Facebook, whatever. Okay, yeah. so this goes back to the social media hierarchy, so it depends what app you're talking about. Ooh. On Instagram, we said after three dates. Three dates. Is it okay to maybe bring it up? Bring it up first? Yes. You don't just do it? No. You gotta no, ask. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. When you give your phone number, your phone number is linked to your Snapchat, your Instagram, most other social medias. So you're giving someone your number. I don't even do that before a first date. No, we don't. Because if it's not a good first date, then you can still, like, find me in other parts of social media, and I don't want you to do that. Right, so. you have access to all these different parts of me that I maybe didn't want to give you until I vetted you out in person and determined yeah. you were at least a normal human what being. What if someone asks you for your Instagram before they've met you? I said no. I'd to, rather to not verify do that. I say no. You. Okay. Fuck you. Like, I had people ask me for my Instagram. Yeah, you can curse. No, Wait, I, actually, don't curse. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very good. honest about it, and I say, honestly, I don't give that out. Like, I don't want to just be eternal internet friends with someone before I've met them. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you found that Facebook will start to, like, send you... Suggested people? That are, like, people that you matched with on Tinder and stuff a while back? Oh, weird. No. I've started getting that. If you have their number, maybe, but I don't see, like... Matches. Yeah, so if, if you're in, yeah, in your context, yes. you're definitely gonna be they, the algorithm will suggest those people to you. Like, I've been on dates with people, maybe exchanging numbers, and we never followed each other, and they'll be on the suggested. Do you follow? Do you are you on Facebook Messenger? Yeah, of course. What? Well, because like Facebook and Facebook Messenger will ask for permission for your contacts, and then if you do that, they are constantly uploading your contacts. So it doesn't matter if, like, you know, we don't need to get into the technology side of this. But suffice to say, people have your number. The second someone has your number and they are uploading your number to Facebook, you're fucked, dude. You're in the system. They're going to suggest the shit out of you to each other. Yeah. At Zuckerberg, what? And that's why for us, it's at the end of a good first date yeah. that you do the phone number exchange. Wow. That's what I did last night, actually. Yeah. We didn't we didn't exchange phone numbers until after the first date. It was like she was about to get in, her, in the Uber, and I was like, we should exchange phone numbers. And we did. It was nice. Has any girl ever Never said no to you when you asked that question? Oh, you just really opened up a hole in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ugh. Oh no, uh, no, I don't think so. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just wondering if like women feel pressured because I'm thinking what I would do in that situation if it wasn't a good date on my part, but it was like yeah. theirs and they asked. I don't know what I would do. Have you ever given a fake number? No, no. I would never do that. Take that. What was so, it? No. What do you be? What do you do if you're in that situation and a guy asks for your number and you don't think it was a good date? Usually it's like mutual. Like we both know it's not a match, so no one's like really pushing. What for if it. he's like head over heels? He's like, oh, dude. That this is has my wife. scored happened. a babe. Yeah, scored a babe. Once in a blue Capital moon. Capital B, babe. I say, oh, I'll message you on the app. Like, that's my soft projection. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And then I just don't. That's and then if they keep messaging me on the app, which has happened recently, in like a, a specific guy where we went on a date, he, I thought it was like really a, an awful match. And he was like super into me. And that never usually happens. And oh, come, um, on, come on. On the app, he <laughs> uh, was like, hey, I had like a really great time with you. Like, I'd like to do it again. And I don't know if I say anything. I just ghosted him in that situation. Are you a ghoster? Yeah. Uh, well, you pro ghosting? Everyone has been ghosted. Everyone uh. has ghosted somebody. Uh. That is we, my opinion. And we have talked about this on our episode. Um, so you've been rejected, which Great was episode. like season one. We talk about like the reasons why someone ghosts, and one of them, like for females specifically, is that giving a guy an answer that he doesn't want to hear, rejecting a guy saying I didn't have a great time, more often than not, open up this like the shit show of him being like, well, I didn't like you that much anyway. Yeah, How do you think any guy yeah, is ever yeah. going to deal with it? Like, just, yeah, you don't want to even want to do it. I just rather think you think I died. You know? Right. Like, you, yeah, you open yourself up to an attack if you're honest. What happened to that girl you were talking to? She died. She's dead. I'm she, pretty sure she's I dead. She hasn't messed with me in so she must be she died. Dead. I'm just yeah. really yeah. sad. Like, really sad. Our family, I you know? Think, I'd rather think someone died than, like, rejected me. So, a lot of guys are dead. <laughs> Literally did. did you kill them? I just want to ask real quick. No. We are on mic. Here, on Don't the air. Me. No, I, I, have, yeah. I have no I have no knowledge that says <laughs> that they are. You just haven't seen them. Also, none that says that they aren't. Take that, dead guys. <laughs> to uh, be clear. <laughs> when's the time that you would feel too uncomfortable ghosting? Like, I think after, like... You went on like two or three dates, okay. like that's not fair. That's the that's the threshold. Yeah. yeah. Or you know each other like from real life, like through a mutual friend. Like, oh yeah. That's oh, not fair. That's when it's sticky. Like you can yeah. ghost like the mutual ghosting we say is like the most perfect breakup because like you both just like equally are disinterested and just never talk right. to each other. You again. both read the room, you right. both realize this is not gonna go anywhere. Yeah. And neither person kind of presses. That's perfect. The perfect breakup, mutual right. ghosting. Right. I love it. Right. But like when you have to say something, I've been the position this guy on again hinge we had a good conversation i wasn't that into him i was in a really broken place but i just needed like some attention well, sounds horrible no um but i was messaging him and it was a good chat but then i was like i'm not i'm not i'm not even interested in you on the internet like i would never fuck you just by looking at you so like let me just stop this where it is so i didn't want to lead him on stop messaging him clear sign right mm-hmm. like my phone didn't die i didn't die he messaged me again a couple months later or weeks later, and I ignored that. Messaged me again after, and it was very funny because it was very seasonal. Like, what are you up to? Or what about this thing? Like, trying to carry on the conversation. Still nothing. 
And then he messaged me again last week. And at this point, I was like, okay, wow. this is crazy. How long has this been going Take on? Take a hint. Yeah. Like, what he, is the time for? I, I was just like straight up. I was finally, after six months now, <laughs> I was straight up and I was like, hey, I don't think I'm a match for you. So I don't want to waste your time. And putting in the frame mind of like, it's not you. It's like. It, but it is but like you know, you know yeah. I don't want to like make this or sure. waste any more of your time when right. I don't think it's a match I think it's a good way of phrasing it especially to the fragile male yeah I'll tell you how not to phrase it okay uh, L. Oh, the way so not tired. to phrase it is hey I don't really think we had sexual chemistry but I'd like to That's stay friends a serial killer the how phrase... would you guys feel if you received that message I don't think we had sexual chemistry. That's a bad phrasing. I feel like you could say, like, hey, oh, no, no, there's no way. That's not good. That's <laughs> well, not you good. say I didn't feel a spark. No, right, but to no. follow up with, I'd like to still be But you friends. had sex with them, but and then you're oh, like, you had, oh, no. Oh, no. You had sex, and like, you got that message. If your oh, first date was yourself. awesome, <laughs> and the sex was terrible. Yeah. Did you send that? You. She did send that. That's Ooh. real. I did. Ooh. That's that's a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> How would you say that to a girl though? Like you had you know amazing first date on, but the sex was just not there. Like nothing could come back from it. Nothing. What happened? Doesn't the sex. What do you mean nothing? Okay. Come back? I don't know. Like, so you're getting ready to go out for your third date, or uh-huh. so you're getting ready to go out for your second date. Alright. Um, you had an attempt at, like, some very, very wasted, sloppy sex on the first date, but it didn't work out, so you chalked that up to whatever we were doing. Sure. So, Is second this... date, you're getting ready to go out to dinner, you met him at his place, and Sounds kind of specific, yep. <laughs> and tries to start something up. She, in his, she starts, she tries Could be to heat. start I don't know. something up. In his or her fully lit room with no music on, and he's just jackhammering into you with like no awareness for Wait, that's bad? With no awareness uh, okay. for the clitoris. Yeah. And uh, what? any <laughs> any Thank you. sort of pleasure center that uh-huh. the female, you know, is is known to maybe may or This would never happen to a guy who's so unfair. I know, it's so hard. But like, okay, if she's like just like <laughs> She's just like riding you in a really like. If she's a very selfish lover. She's a selfish she's a lover. She's a selfish lover. Let's she did not set the mood. There was not a lot of. I don't think um, guys care about that. Prelude I to think that. a good guy uh, flip is like if she didn't come, didn't care about it, just like, you know, just was there. <laughs> and if you care like, about that. Like starfish, yeah. you know, just like present, but like not like no moaning, no physically into it. Sure. Like, that was like really bad sex. She was like, eh, this is just what sex is. That'll right? make dinner weird. Yeah. You, this is pre-dinner? Pre-dinner. And then post dinner again Wait, after I explained. You still went to dinner. Like you're like well, that listen, was cool. Listen, so, I mean, yeah, but you're like I'm actually not hungry. This was the pre dinner, and I was like, hey, this these are all the reasons why it could have been better for me. Whoa. And here are all the things that like I usually like. And he's like, okay, okay, makes sense. We go to dinner. Back to his. We try again. Same thing nah. again. He's got nah. style. I respect that. <laughs> 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 I respect that. I you know what? And no He's one got can a style. Me. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so I sent him this text. I said, I don't think you know we what? have sexual chemistry, In so that, this will not go anywhere. I That's think good. he deserves it. Yeah. So sure. If he, if you tell him, hey, that wasn't great, and then he's like, I'll fix it, and then he does the same thing, fuck that. Dude. So what would you do in the situation where the girl was into you, but you were not into her sexual? What would you? What was the text that you would send? Uh, 
I'm probably not. I don't. I don't know that I'm gonna. That's, we've had this conversation a little bit. Where? Well, we go ahead. You go. No, what? We've talked about like how. Uh, it, it, First time sex is sometimes weird. Oh, yeah. Figuring oh, each really other weird. out. It's More like, often than not. Yeah. So I think like first if the first time we have sex, it's not great. Uh, it's like, okay, let's see if we can rebound from this. I'll try again. If it happens again, it's like, okay, yeah, then it depends I, on how not great. What happened to you? <laughs> Who hurt you? <laughs> what oh my guys where? Different podcast. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be willing to give. I mean, even if I don't have like, it doesn't have to be sex. It, even if, like the the I went on a date last night and it was pretty good. What's her nickname? <sighs> don't make me do this. Four leaf clover. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> All I know, I don't know her name. All I know is she's Irish. I'm gonna Bailey's. cut that. Color Bailey's. God. Uh, Bailey's. Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we come up with nicknames for every single yeah, family. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, anyway, I went on a date with Bailey's, uh, <laughs> and I thought we had okay chemistry. She was like a little like to herself a little bit. I don't know. It wasn't like the biggest spark, but I was cool with it. And then we, it got better the longer the date went on, and then. At the end, we went to, like, kiss, and, I mean, first thing that happened was I, I asked her if she wanted to kiss, because I wasn't, I literally just wasn't sure what her vibe was. I'm not going to try to kiss someone who doesn't want to kiss me. So I was like, hey, like, I, I kind of want to kiss you, but I don't really know the vibe here. And she was like, I've never had anyone ask to kiss me. And I was like, good thing or bad thing. Say it like she said it. I think like that. No, do the accent. Dude, you got to get <laughs> Isn't your fetish? Do the accent. Anyway, she, she tilted her head too much, I'm going to say. It was too... To the, to the right. To the like a 90 right. degree like, angle. Yeah, like, all right, and closer. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. It's close to 90 um, degrees. It's like it was too much, and I was trying to tilt my head in the opposite way to, like, right. kind of even things out, right. and she just, like, wasn't going for it. And so we were just, like, at, like, fish, like, <laughs> like two guppy fish just kind of, like, I don't know. Like this just kind of make out. This wasn't a pack. This is like a weird. Yeah, like, it was like just kind of the sides of our lips were touching, <laughs> and that was kind of odd. And then we kind of like backed up a second or whatever, and the car showed up. Her car showed up, and then we tried to kiss again. And I, mean, I don't know what was going on in her head, but I was just like, "Can we just? Let me just I'm gonna angle your face. <laughs> I'm gonna try to. I have my hands on her, on her head, and I was like, "Do I try? To, I'm not gonna. That'd be a little. But what are we doing?" That I don't know that I would bring that up to be honest in a in a text about how uh, we might not go on a second date. Or something. Hey, I had a really hey, I had a really good time. I had a really Your good time. Angle was not but in the line angle, with mine. Gosh, just you know, different planes. We're on different planes. Can I ask you guys what your dating age is? Like what my age? Your dating your, your, age. I'm twenty. Your range, your range <laughs> on apps. Tiger, you go. What? Uh, like, <laughs> like your range. Um, my range. I just adjusted my range. I think. 23 to 30 is where I'm at. Wait a minute. I thought you were like 16. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not good. Not good. No. Um, yeah, mine is, I think, like 23 to 33 or 34. What are you guys? Yeah. Um, I Y'all's. mean, uh, my, I'm 26. Yeah, thank you. This is B speaking. And uh, my age <laughs> this range is, B is speaking. 24 to 29. Ooh, cringe. I'm wow. L. Why cringe? Sorry, wait, you wait, say wait, your thing. Because no. So, I'm L. Um, the last time I was on apps, I was 24. So let's say, I'm, you know, 24. And my range was 27 to 33. Oh, interesting. 
very interesting. Yeah. I think it's more interesting that 23 is like the like youngest. Like that's really young, isn't it? So why is that? You want someone who's not in college. They want someone who's yeah. Either. Or oh, I haven't even thought about that. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Actors. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, <laughs> Out here, pop culture. Uh, <laughs> if you could just say pop culture after any references, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, yeah that, that'll just really so be helpful for me. Yeah. So this we know what to Google you afterwards. Know, uh, pop culture dot biz. <laughs> just look up the reference, whatever it be said. Leonardo yeah. plus pop culture. <laughs> uh, yeah, 23 for you, why? Yeah, In my head, it's like 23. I'm like, you know, I'd sleep with a 23 year old. I don't know that I'd date a 23 year old. <laughs> That's the honest answer. I appreciate that. But then <laughs> I've, so I've also never hooked up. So I don't know what, what do you mean hooked up. I've never had sex with someone that I wasn't in a relationship with. Have you what? Ever? You dog. So you've never you? had a one night stand? Never. You dog. You, you absolute lady killer. You. Tom, have you? Yeah. Well, obviously. Oh. Oh. Wait, what? I just listened to the podcast, oh, so yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it just seems like you guys are really you, uh, throwing on the guilt for me having gone into this oh, blind yeah. and not listening to yours yet. It just I seems, you know, like two episodes. Okay, okay, it just seems just like uh, you're more of yeah, like no, the it. player type, like constantly going on dates, different dates, See, different girls, different episodes. You know, I just that's the vibe. Be. You, you've you had an adventurous dating life lately, right? Oh, I am the Tom of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not shaming. Let's go. What What's happening for you? Currently? Yeah. Currently, I, am, uh, I just went and started a new job, and I got a new apartment, and now I'm living in Bushwick. Wonderful, wonderful, so, wonderful. I haven't really actually been on a super ton of dates recently, which is basically me saying I went on one date like a week ago. So, yeah, I was like really into a guy for like a, uh, a bit when I was in Europe about two months ago, and I'm probably still like not over that. Oh, hashtag. was that a thing you were kind of looking to build out? Yeah, I was like really gonna make a romantic gesture and like I wanted move to move there. Like, yeah, move there. What? Yeah, I lived there for four years. You so literally. I, I was what about there the podcast? Time. What country? <laughs> UK. Um, you literally what called country? me. <laughs> what am I? Some kind of rube? England specifically. <laughs> Thank England. you. You literally okay. called me. I was in a Home Goods with my. A Home Goods? What the fuck is a Home Goods? <laughs> Good question, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, There's you what? No way. That is a real. I was in Wait, Home Goods. That's yeah, like a, that's like on a that TV either. show if they want to say Home Depot, but they can't Wait, say Home sorry, Depot. Home Goods. No. That's good. That's good. Home Goods. What the fuck? <laughs> on behalf of all the female listeners, is that a female thing? It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. I mean, maybe Wait, it's a female. My, why are you? Yeah, why are you saying it's the female listeners? Because like I'm gonna label you a sexist. Because every, every female, <laughs> every female I, knows. But you know what? Goods. You know what? It's the home goods. Most males, it's I'm sure, know. A, good, a place most where you find good wares for your home. It's so like a Target. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bit. A bit. It's like like it's a like a, a like a you know what a pure one is. No. Yeah, I actually do. Crate barrel. You know what a crate barrel is? No. Uh, like <laughs> Ikea, but just for the inside What's stuff. What's Ikea? Okay. And less cheap. Absolutely okay, not. Okay, we're obstruction. <laughs> we're just looping in people it who don't live here, you know what I mean? store <laughs> for goods for the home. Yes, home goods. I don't get it. You but talk to me like no, I get it. I get it. I get it. You talk to me like my IQ is four. It required well. <laughs> it just now. I'll say. You guys live to the right age of 28 and 29 and never been in trouble. What do you mean, right? 
ripe. Ripe. Like, you are ripe for the like picking. raisins? Like, what does that mean? Raisins are no, not no, no, no. Raisins are past ripe. What's, yeah. They've been dried what's, in the sun. What's picking in this? What's picking in this? Um, ready for pick? a mate? Okay, it's just when you pick they, a fruit, it really... They think you're doing great, bro. It means you killed it. When you you know Wait, when right you pick to, it off the right off the branch, it means you've killed it. What is this podcast? I'm reeling it. <laughs> I'm reeling it. I'm so. This is our home goods podcast. Okay, okay, Elle, you were in our home goods. So, <laughs> Wait, what's me up? What's and my not boyfriend <laughs> but guy I was seeing at the time uh-huh. were in a home goods on a Saturday, smelling some candles, and B called me and said, "I am moving." To this unspecified town. You can say Birmingham. Okay, moving to Birmingham. Alabama. No. Oh, weird, dude. I'm kidding. I'm Birmingham, kidding. Birmingham, England. He's not. He doesn't know where UK is. So I had a very real meltdown thinking that this was actually the case. Like, he yeah. was ready yeah. to make anyway, this romantic gesture. I made, I made a thing, and then he kind of was like, I'm not ready. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I'll just anyway, fuck off back to America. I'll just go fuck myself. Uh, yeah. Exactly. How long had you been talking to him. So we met on holiday 10 months previously <sighs> in a hostel in Barcelona. 10 months and you were ready to move to him. Oh, we didn't talk no, 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 10 no. months. We met on holiday. Okay, you just met. Up, and then like after Barcelona, I went to London and he was like, Birmingham's two hours from London. So he came down to visit and like got an Airbnb, had a great time. I went back to America after and we didn't speak to each other for 10 months. I came back to the UK because I try to go once a year and yeah. I just hit him up when I was in London because I used to live there and I had friends there and I was like, hey, like, I'm in town. LOL, in town, can down. I move in? Yeah, he came. We had like, a great time and I mean, I've been on a lot of dates and I've dated a lot of guys and I guess when, uh, when, I'm, when you know, you know, right? And like, I kind of like knew I liked him because also I've dated guys for 10 months and this is when the podcast was going on and like nothing really like felt the same way that it felt to like be with him Mm. I guess I realized that seeing him again I didn't realize it the first time but the second time I was like wait this is great like we can talk and we can go out and we can drink and we have you know sex and it wasn't even like um, the best sex ever it was just like him as a person like we just got on and yeah I continued my travels after that and I thought more about it and I just wasn't happy with my life in New York and I wasn't I didn't have a job at that point and I just kind of was like I want to stay in the UK because I miss living there. And for me, I didn't need him to be the reason. But the, at that point, I was like, let me try and just make a bold move and like, you know, whatever, fuck it, right? Shoot your shot. And I did. And it did not work. And I came back to New York. And uh, that was like a month ago-ish. Maybe that was a month two, ago? Two months ago, yeah. Wow. So yeah. a little yeah. bit broken, a little bit hurt. Yeah. Um, it's been hard to get back into dating, to be honest, because, like, I don't want to get back into the whole, like, you know, fucking random guys, but, like, going on dates to find a real connection. I went on this one date with this guy. We went on three full-ass dates before we had sex on the fourth date, and the sex was awful. And I talked about this on episode three. Yeah, this is our yes. season opener for what? season three. It took I'm me like uh, fucking four dates to get there. Usually it took me like half a date. <laughs> like, half a date. Not uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no. A mark. But uh, usually, you know, 
I'm like no like I'm not like really shy about like oh yeah like if I feel it and I want to sleep with you I'll like do it like fuck it yeah but it took me three full dates to feel like okay like I'm ready to do this again with somebody else and then I did it and it was awful which was great but like yeah when I meet someone now with the dates going back on there the apps it's like hard to you're pick, you're like more picky I guess yeah and it's not like I'm looking for a boyfriend either it's like I'm not looking for something specifically but like. I don't know. I don't know if I can look But you're no, but you're measuring every, you know, future potential person against the person who's made you the happiest and the person who's most recently in your mind as having been someone you were willing to make things work with. I even hate that we're even talking about this. I hate that he's not have that like control over like my oh, thoughts and my it's, feelings. Like I mean to this day. <laughs> like my ex, we've talked about her on this podcast like a thousand times. She comes up in conversation all the time just because she was such a big part of my life for so long. Yeah. Like, that was three and a half years. It's hard to shake that off even though it's been a while. Yeah. Like, I was on the date last night and she came up in conversation very briefly, not like uh, just wistfully thinking, but it was just like, oh, yeah, like, I applied to work in Japan. Oh, why'd you do that? Well, my ex and I, you know, and it's yeah. like, like, that's, yeah. that's gonna stick. Like, you yeah. want to get over it, you want to pass it, but it's going to stick. But they were part of your life for yeah. a long period of time, so there are a lot of things in your right. past that will eventually relate to them. Yeah, like we're never going to be able to not mention this podcast, you know, in life. It's going to stick with us to our reputations. I already don't mention it to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> mention it to people. I am in hiding. So, like, with the podcast, having, like, a publicly... Because we're, we're... I know, I'm yeah. jealous How that you're How do you guys, so like, nice. go about with dating? Because is it, like, linked on your Instagrams or something? Oh, yeah, we post on our personal Instagrams about it. Okay, so anyone who would, you would follow we after have. a date or something, they would find out you have a dating podcast. So do you let them find out or do you tell them? When we first started, this was like a constant talk. We were trying to figure out the pH balance of how to like reveal, like, hey, you might come up on a podcast. But also, it was like, we never, we're always using nicknames and stuff like that. We make sure to censor any names or slip up and all that. Nowadays, on We Met at Acme, we talked to Lindsay and she was just like, oh, put it in your, you put it, I just put it, like, I put an, an at and then like the link to the podcast. So that's kind of what I do, and then typically, yeah. when you're going out on dates, you talk about, like, sex and romance a lot, and so it just kind of comes up with, like, I actually have a podcast, and we did this this thing fairly recently, and, like, learned this, so it kind of comes up naturally. Do you get yeah. the thought that, like, um, do they think that you're just using that for content sometimes? I've had that experience. It's, it's sad when people do that, because they're like... It's just, it breaks your heart a little bit because you're like, that's what you think of me. Yeah. Of like, I'm not just, I'm not just out here for contact or for content unless I can tell it's a bad date already and I might be more willing to stay in the bad date because I know it's going to be a good story. Yeah. I might, I might bounce out a little early if I think. Plug to bounce. Like <laughs> <Let me> bounce? <laughs> okay, they're not our sponsor. No, <laughs> Bounce, we want to reach out. <laughs> this podcast is far too right? <laughs> it's not. We don't. Uh, but no, like, I mean, last they night I mentioned it on the, on the date, and she just thought it was interesting, which yeah. is nice. Most people just think it's interesting. But sometimes, like, I've had experiences where we break it off, and then it's just like, we talk later about the relationship, and she's like, I just felt like I was content. Right. And it's like, oh, my heart. That's not good. Yet. Yeah, like, you just, like, stab me right in the, oof. Do you... Do you you're anonymous on your podcast, which is incredible because you can get into insane details and not worry yeah. about what you're talking about in your personal life. That's amazing. I'm jealous. But, L, you're in a relationship. Yeah. Um, it was really hard. So our first couple dates, so R, my boyfriend, we've been dating for like six months now. 
our first couple dates, I didn't mention it at all. I was kind of thinking it by like maybe the third date or so, but I was nervous because I'm like, once I tell him about this part of my life, there's no turning back. There's a possibility that, you know, he'll listen to it. He'll listen back to my like old sex stories and he'll listen to how I feel about him and you know, kind of like the progress and the updates. Did you already mention him? Yes. Yes. Oh, so I mentioned him that's from, a good complicating factor. from the first date. How how personal were you when mentioning him? From the first time we had sex, <laughs> I mentioned, yeah, we finally had sex for the first time. Okay. So, I that's mean, not we, we knew each other in real life, so, like, I was kind of slower to, you know, to take those steps with him sure. in general. So it took longer for those things to come up, but I already at that point had mentioned that, we knew each other, that we had been on our first date, that we'd been on our second date, whatever. So I had already kind of talked about this thing kind of building. And when I finally told him about it, it was like over dinner, over a few drinks. And I was like, I have a podcast. And I'm like, I'm not going to tell you the name right now because I'm not sure if I'm there yet. Well, like, you're missing out the part that he, we kept meeting up. And he was like, why do you need to hang out with B all the time? Why do you have to hang out with B today, specifically? At a specific time. Was it like an issue? No, no, he would just, I'd be like, oh, I would love to do something this day, but I really have to hang out. Rob was like Sherlock Holmes putting the clues together. He was like, wait, there's something going on here. So when I first told him about it, he was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why you always have to hang out with B at certain times and you can't move it. Yeah. Wow. So, um, did he, he, you didn't never hold him the name. And I was, this right. And I was like, really? I, yes. Wow. So I was like, I'm not. Six months I was in. Like, I'm not ready to tell you the name right now. And he's like, I don't want you to. What? He's like, because if I, it, he's like, because if you tell me the name, listen, yeah. I'll go back and I won't be able to help myself and I'll listen to everything and I don't want to hear it all. What? Yeah. He didn't want to listen back and hear about, like, past guys I've dated and, uh, you know. Uh, what how, it, it's a big part of your life, though. Yeah, how's this going to... Do you guys talk about exes and stuff? Um, we yes. have talked about exes. That was, like, but after our yeah. fourth date. I was like, okay, tell me about your most recent relationship. Tell me about your longest relationship. Tell me why it ended. Yeah. So we had those conversations. But I feel like there's a difference between about that from the person that you're seeing versus hearing them narrate it. Describe it also in real time as it's happening. Exactly, yeah. So, you know, we do have those conversations, but I think there's a degree of kind of don't ask, don't tell, like where he's like, you know, he knows that I've dated, obviously, but he doesn't want to hear all like the gritty details about it. He's very respectful of my boundaries and of you know not prying and being like I need to know what you're talking about and need to know like the name of the podcast and it's it's kind of this balance that we've struck where he's like I know you do this thing I'm never gonna be an obstacle in the way of it but I also don't really want to know that much about it but you should get in on it for not being a supporter I know, right? Yeah. Like, buy our t-shirts. Buy our shirts. <laughs> buy our shirts. Buy our shirts. Buy our shirts. Right now. I literally... You are... How is this not going to eventually oh, kind of... Oh, it will, eventually. And I'm sure he'll hear about me saying, oh my God, speak of the devil, he literally just texted me. He's like, I'm um, ready to hear about the podcast. Yeah, right? Like, I can <laughs> hear you. I can hear you right now. No, no, but like... I know that eventually, at some point, I'm going to have to tell him the name of it, right? Like, if we ever move in together, I'm going to have, like merchandise and we're going to have days that we're going to need to record in the apartment and events and stuff events and my t-shirts and you know whatever he's going to hear about it eventually but i think that it just needs to be long enough that he doesn't 
care and he doesn't feel the need to go back and listen to all of that old stuff. It's tempting, though. Like, it is. If I found think- out a guy had a podcast, like, if I, like, went on a date with you guys and I found out you had another dating podcast, nah, you wouldn't I would listen to every fucking episode. Nah, yeah, I would. My, my, <laughs> my most recent ex, uh, you can hear the whole arc of Planetarian Girl on our podcast, but she absolutely listened to every single episode when she found out that... Or, no, before the first date. <sighs> That's a lot. That's a crazy. lot. That was insane. You can hear me have a panic attack Maybe on the still episode. Listening. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I just want to insert just boom. <laughs> hey. Solid subscriber. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Hey. <laughs> uh, leave a review on that. <laughs> yeah, leave a review. Listen to Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I lost track. That totally threw me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's my goal. But she would listen yeah. in the beginning. She listened before the first date. That's a lot of listen. Yeah, if she didn't tell me she listened uh, until I like. It was a whole thing where I was like panicking over like, oh, I'm gonna. All right, like we dated. It was like fifth or sixth date. I was like, I have to tell her. The further I get away from this, the worse it's gonna get. Right. So I finally like told her like, hey, uh, a podcast. She's like, okay, I'll go listen to it, not knowing that she was listening to it the whole oh, time. Wow, that's kind of. Like, wow. Because we're not anonymous and Googleable. Right. That's like, that's kind of red flaggy to me. Like, she lied to your face, like, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, might listen. Sometime. No, no, it was fine. I've been on dates with guys, and I tell them I have a dating podcast. What is, yeah. And I don't, I don't tell them the name because I'm anonymous, of course, but um, their reaction usually is, am I going to be on it? Are they like thrilled about it? Yeah, but they're like excited about it. Yeah, yeah, they're like totally fine with it. They're like, can I be on it? Like, like, what are you gonna call me? Like, what's my name? Like, they're like into it. Like, guys don't give a fuck. (laughs) I've had that from women a lot too. Yeah, they're just excited to be part of something. It's an honor to be nominated. I think yeah, like people in general like publicity. They like feeling like they've got their spot in the limelight, even if it's yeah. You know, a small dating podcast that's anonymous where their name will never, not that we're small, but their name will never come out. (laughs) Never. This is not a reference, bro. Never. But, uh, no, I think guys traveling and we started off with, like, friends and then I told them about the podcast and we ended up hooking up. And they listened to the podcast. I told guys about the podcast that are not, like, serious people in terms of dating because we've met on, like, holiday or something in a situation where it will never happen. And they listen to the episode, and it's totally fine. Like, they just, like, they just love it. They're, they don't care. That's fascinating. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much experience with people listening to it afterward, other than the one I mentioned already, where she thought she was just content, and it was, like, oh, my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kinda, I kind of lucked out. I've had people listen to it before a date or something, and they'll text me, and they're like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Yeah. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. Well, because we... We also have it in the bank a lot of times. So, like, I remember early oh, on. Fuck, dude. That, yeah, that was a misery. Sorry, in the bank being, like, we have, like, eight. We're, like, we're talking right now. It's the end of May. But this episode might not come out until, like, the end of June. Or, like, but at the beginning of this podcast, when I broke up with my ex, it was in February. But it wasn't public on the podcast until April. So, right. any dates that I went on or anything like they're that. They're like, oh, you just got out of a relationship. I don't know if you're right. They're like, you're in a relationship. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not even out there. When we oh. first started the podcast, I was in a relationship, and it was an open relationship, and it was a long-term relationship. And so I was mortified when people would tell me they started listening to the podcast because I was like, I'm not in that relationship anymore. Like, I, you know, by the time you get to episode four, you'll hear, like, the, break, <laughs> the breakup and stuff. So, like, you know, skip just, ahead, like, don't skip, even ahead. Know, skip ahead a little bit, you know? It was mortifying. Yeah. You That's guys crazy. are... Uh, be, be anonymous. 
be anonymous. Yeah. Be anonymous. Now we've met a lot of other dating podcasters. We've collaborated with them, and they all seem to mm. kind of wish they were anonymous. Yeah, like no one. Because yeah. oh, I have it one. It does affect your dating life, and it's affected both of our real life dating lives. Yeah. By that real story, like like about your boyfriend Al, yeah. that is right now happening, and also to that guy in Birmingham, he knew about the podcast. Yeah. He didn't listen to it until the second time. I was in London ten months later, and he listened to the episode that he was on, basically like featured on, where we talked about like when I just met him and I, me and Al were in Europe together, and we kind of like had a rehash of it. And uh, we always say the podcast is the time and it's a place. And when you record, it's the, your thoughts and your feelings at that time. So imagine listening to an episode about you 10 months later, but like when someone just met you a week ago. Yeah. You know, your feelings are much more higher. They're yeah. much more passionate. And he's kind of, he was like basing a lot of my feelings off of that episode, which was recorded over 10 months ago. Right. You know, so, and that was like a big thing as well. Where he's like, I don't think, you know, you... I think you have more feels about this than I do, but it's like, dude, I wasn't obsessing over you over for ten months. I was dating mm-hmm. other guys. It was fast forward week after I met you. Like you know, so it it has affected our real life, even though we're anonymous. So I can't imagine how it'd be for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, there was we went on we met at Acme and I talked about this date I'd been on. It was a second date. We already defined the relationship. We were just like making up, making a play. I don't know. We were like, we should try to date. We defined it, and Lindsay was like. Why the fuck would you define it after the second date? That's insane. That's true. And then I went on a date with someone who was like, I listened to that episode and I'm not really into defining things. I don't want to like, I don't want to do that. And, and I was like, that that's I was like, mold yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm not that always. That was a specific scenario. Like we don't, we don't have to do that. That's insane. I dated this guy once two summers ago. We met on a Thursday. By the following Thursday, we had DTR'd. And yeah. we had been on four dates in that one week. But that's not how I am dating everyone. Like, it's sometimes you meet a person, you have this very specific connection with them. There's a specific, like, vibe, energy, one might say. And B is not a fan of energies. But that doesn't make it your playbook for relationships. So it's yeah. hard for someone else to come in and judge you based on what happened with a different person. That said, I will say, something I do enjoy, and this is somewhat related to, to yours, is I love talking about exes. Love talking about past relationships. Oh, me too. I can't stop myself. It's right. Oh, it's fun. That's why we're past all there, right? Past trauma is an indicator for I future mean, behavior. Right. But I mean with the person I'm currently with. Like, I think oh, that's... Oh, like with someone you're currently with. Yeah. Seeing. I think that's I, essential. No, that's love. what I'm saying. Exactly, yeah, exactly saying, yes. I want to know, like, I understand it's in the past. So to me, I, I've never felt uncomfortable hearing about the gory details of, like, that dude you hooked up with and really enjoyed the sex, or, like, that guy that you used to date, and he was, like, really sweet, and he did all these things, and then you went on these dates. It's like, I find that to be, I mean, that's part of you. Right. So, like, to me, like, I wouldn't be able to have a relationship with someone who's just, like, I can't hear or yeah. experience what you experience. It's like, well, that's part of me. Like, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is a weird situation because you can hear it in a way that's way more vivid than almost anyone else's. But at the same time, I can't have you just like be weird and jealous and I, like not. I totally get that. I'm. I'm the same way. Where I'm very open about past relationships, past dates, whatever. So I've told R, my boyfriend, that like I've told him about guys that I've dated in the past, and you know I haven't really like. 
I filtered a little bit. Like, right, he doesn't need to know that the sex is great. know <laughs> every gory detail. What if he asked? But if he asked, no, sure, the sex is great because this person did ask now. But when he tells me about, oh, okay, I've been to this place, I'm like, oh, who are you there with? He's like, a person. Cool. I'm like... I am not shy about that and I don't think like we're adults yeah I obviously don't think you yeah. to me a virgin so if I'm telling In fact, you I I've prefer been to this if you place, a virgin right if I, if I tell you that I've been to this place yeah I went there with an ex so if you're gonna tell me that you've been to this place Fucking tell me you went with a girl on a date. We all date. have dates. It gets spots. weird. I'm yeah. an adult. Like we all. If I listen for listeners out there, if we ever go on a date to Oasis at the Bedford Avenue L stop and have a falafel sandwich, and then we go to the pier, we walk around and we talk and we chat and we kiss on the pier, it's because I've done it before and it's a nice <laughs> and date. And it works. And it's the part that's different is you. Okay, <laughs> that's the nice part. That's so God. Nice. Thank you, Tucker. Very, you want to go? You want to go? Always. Tom is very sweet. <laughs> I do the same thing. I have the local date spots. I yeah. have this place in Madison Square Park where I know there's a nine to eleven happy hour, which is amazing. Monday through Monday through Friday, Black Barn, uh, and then right across the street is Flatfish. We are not sponsored. Across from the park, which is eleven to close happy hour. So if you time it perfectly, it's a great like. Oh, do you have a drink over there after? Yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. That's so, perfect. but it's a good fucking. I've been on maybe like five first dates at Black Barn. But like, yeah, like you have those go-to date spots and then like, you know what the yeah. music is like yeah. not too loud, you know, okay. ambiance is good. I want to share, well, the date spot is almost like part of you. It's like, I, it, this is something I enjoy and I want to see how you enjoy it. I can't yeah. do that. You like can't? That. You don't no. like to repeat things? I don't like to repeat Thinking things. Thinking of like a scientific experiment, it's like, you know, it's the control. That's fair. <laughs> oh, you're, um, hold on, let me you just interject. Exactly. I'm going to say exactly what. Yeah, um, yeah. Tucker, Tucker, buddy. Here's I'm going to be Tucker for a second. Let me just button up my cardigan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Only the Henley is buttoned. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> great point. Uh, Tucker would like for relationships to each be unique snowflakes, where every single person is different, and uh, he's a Disney prince and she's a Disney princess, and she's asleep and she didn't consent to him kissing her, but. <laughs> And that's great, but uh, <laughs> but he would like every day to be unique and not repeated, which is great. I Go guess ahead, you could do that in New York. <laughs> or would you like? Me? I have nothing more to say except uh, when this is weird, and I feel weird saying this on a podcast. It was consensual kissing. <laughs> I don't want to be defensing. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Wait, Tucker. So like. Do you usually suggest the first date spot if you want it to be different? I'll, I'll like, hunt it down. I'll find out, like, where new places to go to. I don't want... <sighs> this is stupid. I'm stupid. I can't have it be the same story that it happened before. If it's, like, this is the person that I meet, like, I'm always kind of in the back of my head being, like, what if it works out? And it can't be, like, oh, that was the second. That's why you can't do casual. Okay. I, I get that to a degree. I get yeah. that, like... You want to have this kind of spontaneous spark with this person and not feel like you're going through the motions like, okay, I take this girl to Pier A on a Thursday. We have oysters. We have drinks. We go back to my place. That's great. But like, it's, like, as much as it might be a good first date, you want it to feel organic. Yeah. And I get that. But I think also, maybe especially as a female... If you're picking a first date spot, you want there to be a level of comfort. You want it to be somewhere that you've been before. 
totally. kind of Absolutely. ruling yeah. out some unknowns at least. Like you can't control everything, but maybe you can control like knowing, you know, what the protocol is when you get there. If you have to wait for a seat or if you seat yourself, you have to, you know, you know the cocktail menu a little bit, you know if there are specials, you know like where the bathroom is. Do you typically is, suggest like, the first date? Always. Yes. Great. Wow. Not been yeah, my we are, experience. We are, always. Some, we are some grade A women. I will not yeah. say that every woman is like this, but we, we are, always we're plan the same example. We're very picky with like where we eat. We're all about ambiance, food, price, happy hour. We actually have on our website a link to a Google Maps that has all the best first date spots. Yes. From cheap Take dive bars to rooftops what? to bougie to like everything else so you can for every like, different mood so we're like very specific in like what we like but also we have like I think the person choosing the date should have the better taste it shouldn't be a male female thing I uh-huh. think if you're better or you like oh, choosing restaurants great. go fucking for it you know like do it I personally love doing that. I love choosing a new restaurant. I love discovering new spots. So, like, I readily suggest a, pl- a place and a time, and they usually, you know, agree yeah, because absolutely. Yeah. why not? And, and, and same, and if a guy has strong opinions where he's like, no, I actually, I really want to take you to this place, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, yeah, go for it. But if he's just going to be like, uh, there's like a, you know, there's there's a pub down the street. Maybe let's try that. I'm like, no, okay, I've got something better. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, also like, you want to look forward to something. If the date doesn't work out, at least you're trying a new restaurant. At least you're eating something. There's like a consolation prize. Yes. I've been, I've been on bad dates before where we're just at a restaurant I really wanted to try at like an oyster happy hour. I'm like, all right, we're eating at this oyster. Like, we're doing this And now. it's the best when you're, because then you're also like, I'm excited for the date, but like more so it's like we can get more excited so about the food. Yeah. yeah. More, so, yeah. more so the oysters. I'll just like plan my perfect date, the oysters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I took me on the date of her life this Yeah, afternoon. didn't that just happen? <laughs> yes. Just happens once a week. We both got great <laughs> Instagrams out of it. So that's a good one. Oysters. Yeah, art doesn't eat oysters, so B is my uh, stand-in significant other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So B, you said that you're kind of looking to date a little bit more seriously now, right? Yeah. And L, you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. This is something that I've struggled with, and it's what often makes me be like difficult, like out, like wishy-washy with relationships or like feeling sparks and stuff. But do you? Th- feel like you're ready to meet the person that you're going to be with? No. Jesus, even asking that question, I feel like I'm going to implode. Yeah, no, I mean, I... I'm not looking for a relationship. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for, like, a random hookup. Like, that's not going to satisfy me anymore. But, like, I'm definitely not looking for my, like, husband either. So it's, like, a weird place. So what would a serious relationship... When you say you're like, I'm not looking to, like, hook up, you're just looking for, like, something that's, like, good for now. Yeah, like... Casual, but consistent. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Wow. Perfect. Exclusive? I'm there. Could be, yeah, maybe. Casual. Doesn't mean exclusive. Does it not mean exclusive? That's why I asked exclusive. We... So this episode will probably be out by the time uh, this is posted, but me and Elle did an episode about being in a relationship... Especially after having a dating podcast, like the anxiety you feel when you get into a relationship because there's a lot of like commitment phobia mm-hmm. that I think she has and I also share. Just I do. I do. Yeah. yeah um, Thank you for putting me on blast. Yeah, boom. Uh, I mean, it's on a podcast now, so whatever. <laughs> it's true. But like, yeah, I do, I do like a fair a bit of like, you know, my independence and like, you know, it's been a while since I like shared 
like my entire life with somebody like that and it's like scary to commit yeah. to something it's I, it's scary to commit to a fucking apartment like I'm subletting yeah I like, have yeah. a month to month basis for a year like it's, it could be up to a year right so if I could sublet up to a year in a relationship that would be perfect month to month basis you, okay I'm lost in the metaphor <laughs> we renew you know once every month we, we have a sit down uh, okay, we're like okay yeah, can what? we do this for another month <laughs> yeah I can I subscribe subscribe to another month that's totally fine absolutely I mean no matter what that's how it has to be right. the whole relationship but like a lot of people think relationship is like the foresight of like okay we're dating the dating leads oh, to you know serious living that. together and then living together leads to engagement <laughs> and engagement leads to marriage and marriage leads to kids and marriage leads to yeah, kids leads to death I mean this is the concept <laughs> of investment I mean I know your motto Tucker for a while was like today that's all it is still but I but <laughs> at the same time as the today equation is different on date one versus we've been together for eight months like, it's just a different equation you have to take into Absolutely. account the history it's like that's just different so like I when I look at the today it's like that was one of the things that my ex and I got in, into was like thinking like are we ready we, we don't want to get engaged we don't want to get married so like what do we do? Like, I don't want to commit for the rest of my life to you, but at the same time, I don't want to break up. Yeah. It's I like, to, I want to get to that. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> no, I want to get to oh, that. Oh, here. Oh, 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 here, 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 here. <laughs> I mean, there's exponential growth, of course. Like, you can't just, like, take every month as a, just the last month of how yeah. well it was. Yeah. But, like, it is scary to kind of, like, I think the exclusive talk is probably the turning point, really. Yeah. And that's when you have that is, you know, up to you. <laughs> I can speak on this a little bit. I have, okay, and you'll hear this in episode uh, four of our third season, which will definitely be posted before this, I think. Um, But it's scary, right? It's scary being in your mid-20s and you think, okay, I'm at at this kind of age range where I'm not just fucking around anymore. Like, if I'm going to date someone for a period of time, you know, if we're going to get to the point of being exclusive and I'm going to get to the point of calling you my boyfriend and even introduce you to my family, something has to be moving in a certain direction here and so there's all of these kind of unspoken implications that we're both expecting this to move in a certain direction you can't really escape that once you get you know past 25 because the fucking biological clock is ticking that's true so one of you either one of you is thinking about it or you both are but i don't think it's you know being lost on any on both of you which is why i think like dating young girl like a 23 year old it's not really seriously dating because you're not seriously looking to date that person Mm -hmm. that person isn't seriously looking to date you either like dating in your age range is dating someone on the same level as you yeah Yeah. i mean i think that's why my age range has always been like you know from the age 22 or whenever i started dating again to now it's always been like 27 or so and up is because i'm not looking for someone to just fuck around with that being said, I don't think I'm ready to get married, but I'm ready to be in a relationship where it maybe gets to that eventually. And that's a scary thought. Yeah, I know, I know. We roll our eyes Gross. and like fucking romance, disgusting. <laughs> right? Like I know, I'm the same. It's no, like, no, no, I just I just want to good. like soak in my like misery and angst forever, yes, yes. one part of me. <laughs> But the other part of me is like, okay, if I'm dating someone seriously, it's going to move in a direction to be prepared for that possibility down the line. And if it's I'm a question not, you have to ask yourself. It's right, and, and, and if I'm not, if I can't see myself moving towards long term with this person, what's the fucking point? Yeah. 
what would you say to people listening who are like probably thinking, well, that's not your soulmate then if you don't have that immediate connection? It's so not true. It's your ability to like overcome all the little bullshit that happens along the way that makes someone the person for you. Wise words. Yeah, you become attracted to how someone often like solves a problem or deals with stress or yeah. like, you know, when you're sad and you go to them, they behave with you a certain way and you're like, oh, I'm attracted to you in a different way than I wasn't before. Yeah. Also. But yeah, that, that's the kind of thing you don't get on the first date. Yeah, exactly. And that's the stuff that matters in the long term. Yeah. Like even in uh, your relationship, Tucker, when it was like the texting bit. Like you were in texting, she wasn't. Dude, I love how much research you've done. I mean, hey, I both yeah. listen to this. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna be like your podcast, you know. Oh, we're thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that struck me because it was like a definite mismatch in like love languages and something as simple as that. Like you needed that and she didn't, and mm-hmm. like that was like maybe a short term compatibility was really well written, worked really well, but like the long term compatibility just like didn't. Yeah, it definitely fell apart when I was stressed. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Let's relitigate your breakup real quick. Yeah, how's that going? <laughs> how are you doing post breakup? Update? Uh, I'm doing. That was February. Now it's end of May. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing fine. Um, I'm not talking to that individual currently. That's strong. That's good. That's, that's good. Pro. That's definitely something that I needed and she didn't, which is cool. Um, hey. Uh, uh, but I feel like it's I feel fine I'm just kind of dating right now it's I having this is why I asked that question is because that's constantly when I'm like getting back into the dating world it's like I just want to take it casual but uh, I can't I don't know why I do that I'm killing myself yeah <laughs> um, but you anyway. you want to want to be casual yeah. I want to be cool hit you're wearing a cardigan ca- right now but casual <laughs> is hard once you've been loved yeah. And once you know what it's like to have someone care about your everything. that was the realest thing. I'm sorry to cut you off in the middle, but that was so fucking real. I just couldn't even let Casual is hard when you've been loved. Wow. Dom's crying right now. <laughs> We're going to make t-shirts. We're okay. Yeah, that's the part of this episode that I'm going to write down in my diary. Uh, I would. I think that is... Were you a fan of casual before being loved in that scenario? Yes. Ugh. Or were you? Was that just something you kind of dealt with? I was like, I was loved by my toxic college boyfriend, and then I think the casual in between that and this was partially just trying to find someone who's gonna love me like that again. But pre being loved, did you like casual? I thought I liked it, but I wasn't. I wasn't having orgasms left and right when I was nineteen, twenty. Like I was, I was doing it because it felt like what you're supposed to do. I wasn't actually enjoying it. See, I feel like this is the distinction, though, because, like, I am personally cool with casual still. Right, because guys have been coming since the dawn of time. <laughs> it's never been difficult. Uh, uh, I feel like you're putting a lot of emphasis on the orgasm when there's a lot more to no, sex than that. Okay, bye. But I'm telling you. I'm not you. saying it's unimportant. I'm just saying it's not the end-all be-all for it, women there. That's so easy to say when you come every time. Yes. I have, I, that's, well, I wouldn't say I come every time also. As a percentage, how many times most. would you say <laughs> most? That's majority. Yes, yes. And for women, I would say 30. 20 to 30? Sure. So that's I don't a real differentiator that. in saying that it's not the end goal, it's the process. He's is that we don't get to the end goal. That's a male privilege. Uh, Tucker's about to come onto our 
our side I, of the couch. <laughs> I personally take the stance that, because uh, this is something that's come up We've before, about this, where yeah. like if if just having an orgasm is the goal, then it's going to be harder even to get to the orgasm. Because that puts a lot of pressure on it, and the thing you need is not a lot of. It shouldn't be a goal. It should be like it should given. Be, it should be like it's, this is something yes. we're mutually going to have together because we're having sex. Right. Well, I, it should I, not be a goal. Yes, it should I've be said this before. Sex is a two-player game, and if both people are not coming, then what was the point? What was the point? I, well, yeah. Go ahead. I think no. I think there's plenty of stuff to do that sex that is not necessarily finishing. Also. Like for both parties, and I think once you, that said, for sure, that can, said, it, that's the fireworks. Right. Not arguing that. It can be fun, but statistically, when you look at it, more of the time, men are coming and women are not. The statistics are horrific. Absolutely. Horrific. No one's gonna argue that. From, Tom from Street. Like, <laughs> listen, from Street and <laughs> Seventy oh, yeah. percent of women cannot come. Yeah. So mean, when you talk about sex in that defined manner, there's clearly oh. a discrepancy in who is getting to the finish line and who yeah. is not. Well, yeah, no, because when would women have a good orgasm, they want to get that again. So they'll stick yeah. with a guy that isn't great with, like, in any other way besides sex, like a fuckboy, because the sex is good. Yeah, I feel that. Listen... Again, no one's going to argue the statistics. I think that's... I mean, I was telling you guys before we started recording that I went to a class called How to Pleasure a Woman. (laughs) Because it's so difficult. I'm I'm there. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm there. No shame. Whatever. Hey, you guys are woke. That's great. But not all men. Yeah, no. Hashtag not all men. Sure. I think that everyone should go to a class like that. Women, men. Like, you got to know what you like. You got to be cool with your body. But I think one of the things that I found is if you feel that pressure... It's oh, so much yeah. harder. Absolutely. Sex is fun, but it's just I, like fun. I've had to like reassure women in the past. It's like, listen, if I don't come, I still had fun. If you don't come, like that, you like that's I, it's not gonna hurt my pride, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, you don't need to feel pressure to like fake something or yeah. do whatever. Like, I don't want that. So like, if like you let me know what you want, and we'll go from there. And that's amazing because we are so, so, so anti-faking orgasms. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're anti that. We're very anti that. We don't think a woman should ever, like, feel the need to fake it. And I get it, right? Like, you feel like, okay, well, he did, so maybe I should act like I did. And that's difficult, but that's the reality of, like, anatomy and sex as it is. Like, yeah. We should definitely expand sex beyond P&V, though, if that's all we're doing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> P and B and C. Let's... Cuticle? <laughs> Cuticles, yes. Yeah, Tucker knows what I'm talking about. <sighs> Chins. Chins. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't want to take up too much more of your guys' time. I think this is a fantastic place to end it. It's like right deep in the middle of like a fucking good talk. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's a good teaser for like, you can have more of this type of talk by like listening to their podcast. Yeah, please do. Yes, we get all up in it. Yeah, yeah, and you can listen to Tucker and Tom. Yeah. They're on our podcast. Yes, they are. Please Episode go. 38. Please go listen. And yeah, they're anonymous. It's like the anonymous version of our podcast, so they're able to be way more open. Better. Better. Those are just better hosts. <laughs> Stop it. Just because you heard us like record our 17-minute intro. We're in your home. You're literally hosting us on our podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being here. 
being here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Don't take this from us. I live here. I'm always here. Guys. Right. <laughs> please, please plug your podcast. Uh, you can find us on NotYourGirlFriendsPodcast.com. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. Um, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, NotYourGirlFriendsPodcast. Just look us up. If you ever can't find us, go to NotYourGirlFriendsPodcast.com. All of our links are there. Um, also DM us if you ever have any kind of dating ish. We are so happy to talk about it. If you like us, like let Tucker and Tom know. And if you could just give us your personal Instagram handles. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, man, nice try, buddy. Boom. Oh, oh, shit. Swindle. Uh, Not until after the third date. Oh, yeah. oh wait. That's right. <laughs> uh, Tucker, where can people find us? Uh, God damn it. We are at Undesirables Pod on Instagram and Twitter and Undesirables Podcast on Facebook. I'm at Tucker Wins on Twitter. Tom's at Mr. Thomas Ella. Look at you, dude. And Instagram. And Twitter. And not Twitter. Um, He's not on Twitter. No, Um, You can find, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) on Facebook. Anyway, (laughs) talk to you later. Email Uh, us. That is the website. Like and subscribe. Bye. Bye. Bye.